Hey, Orthopreneurs, it's Dr. Glenn Krieger here. And let me tell you, the Orthopreneurs 2024 Summit, which is going to be on a Royal Caribbean ship, has taken off. I don't mean literally, but we actually booked an entire ship just for us. We started selling it already. And believe it or not, it's selling out fast. People want to come by themselves. People want to bring their team. People want to bring their families. Remember, there's a kids club there and there's also an adult only pool. So you can watch the presentations streaming throughout the whole ship. Imagine sitting in the pool with a drink in your hand, watching someone speak on tips and tricks to help your practice get better while you're sitting knee deep in a pool with a drink in your hand. Sounds pretty cool, right? Well, you've come to know the kind of meetings we put together, and this one's going to be even more exceptional and even more affordable. Go to opsummit2024.com to sign up now. Anything that could be printed and used in the mouth could be printed in your office. And five years ago, that might not have been true because the resins weren't there. The printers were getting there, but the resins and the materials had not caught up yet. But now that they have, and there's new ones coming out every day, the opportunities are limitless on the stuff that can be created and you can print right in your office. This, this, this is the Orthopreneur Show with Glenn Krieger, talking about the things you never learned in school, like marketing management, and leadership. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Orthopreneurs Podcast. Today, I've got somebody I love, respect, a friend of mine, somebody I've known for a little while, and uh, I want to welcome, you know, I was going to say doctor. It sounds so good to say doctor, <laughs> but Ed Massaro from Racing on Demand. Welcome, Ed. Thanks, Dr. Krieger. Glad to be here. Now, it's my pleasure to have you. And I, I just have to bust your chops a little bit before we get started, because, sure. you know, when I, when I always ask every people don't realize that I ask every person on the show, how do they pronounce their last name? I don't care if the name is Smith Johnson. I'm going to ask him, how do you how do you pronounce your last name? And he said, Massaro. And I'm like, not Massaro. Like, so right now there's a whole crew of people in the Northeast who are like oh, yeah. stabbing their speakers <laughs> or smashing their screen because it's supposed to be Massaro, right? Yes. You probably say mozzarella and marinara and uh, and Massaro. So I'll let you have it, okay? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's an old Italian name. And uh, yeah, my uh, great-great-uncle was Bing Crosby's uh, guitarist. So the name I have Massaro. to unwrap that. That's yeah, a lot. That's is. a lot of. That's a lot. For <laughs> there's a lot of modifiers that. in that one right there. For those people who don't know Ed, and and let me tell you, the vast majority of people in Ortho at this point probably do know him. Uh, he's been on the cutting edge of sales uh, for some of the some of the really cool products and innovations that have been out there. And uh, if you don't mind taking just a few seconds to sort of tell people your story, and 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 by the way, folks. If you haven't heard of Braces on Demand, we're going to make sure you understand what it is by the time this is done, because this is, in my opinion, and I wanted full disclosure, I am an investor in this product. This is a product that I invested in because I believe so strongly in it. Uh, and I really want you to separate fact from fiction, myth from reality. And that's why I asked Ed to be on the show, because nobody's going to help do that better than he will, because it's going to blow your mind when you find out what this product does. But let's start, Ed, uh, if you don't mind. How'd you end up where you are? I grew up in sales, Glenn. I'm obviously, uh, I grew up selling baseball cards. I mean, I was, I was a young kid and I loved it. My parents would drive me to these shows and drop me off at 10, 11 years old and just kind of walk in there and everyone tried to take advantage of that. And, but man, I had the whole book memorized. I knew what every card cost, what was going up, what was going down. So, you know, the first couple times the table was filled with people like trying to trying to get a deal and a couple shows in, they would stay away from me because they knew I, I kind of knew what I was doing. But, um, 
Yeah, it was just, uh, you know, I loved selling stuff, but I loved selling stuff to people and and making them happy. So, you know, I went through college um, with a business degree to get into sales. And um, I, I my story into ortho is interesting. I graduated. Um, I took an interview with Ormco. I was the third choice for, for that job. That was back when the pharmaceutical industry was uh, kind of booming, was going to go over there. And the two people in front of me um, both declined the job, and I was the third choice. And I thought, you know what? I'm 24 years old. I might as well go for it. Right and that's how I got into it. So it was uh, a little bit of luck, you know, but uh, that's where I started my career was at Ormco when, at the age of uh, 24. Very cool. And are you at liberty to talk about where else you've been since then? Yeah, sure. So I was at Ormco for 12 years. So uh, loved my time there, learned so much, so many good people there. And actually, so many people that are running companies have come from from those years. So I was at Ormco all the way through to when we came out with, um, we moved through the self-ligating phase with the Damon Bracket. And then we got in, worked with Craig Andreco, and I wound up running that division before I left, um, which, was, which was cool. And then I went to Henry Schein Orthodontics for seven years. And then um, I met a cool engineer over there at Henry Schein Orthodontics who we really hit it off and became really good friends by the name of Colin Corey. And Colin had left um, Henry Schein Orthodontics and about a year and a half later gave me a call and said, hey, I, I want you to see something that I think is pretty cool. And it didn't take much convincing for me to to follow him on his journey. So Very cool. Yeah, Colin's a great guy. Uh, brilliant. Yes. Uh have you ever seen his game, like his room with all the oh, games? Many on it? times I've been there, and uh, you know he always he'll always ask us to play, and he takes it easy on us. But man, he's uh, he's he's just a great guy and a great. What's mind. his game of choice? I need to know. You know, it changes from day to day, but I tell you, he don't let him fool you. He'll he acts like he doesn't uh, he doesn't have it, but he beats you at every single one of them. So he's a very very humble man. He um, is, you know, it just, I, I think I was talking to him one day and it just came out that he was like, oh, by the way, um, you know, I just drove through Europe on a motorcycle or something like that. Right. Or I, me and my wife happened to be black belts. <laughs> like, I'm like, the guy is like the most humble dude. But for those yeah. out there who don't know him, the engineers at, at shine, uh, say what you will, good or bad, however you want to view the company, the engineering side of that was really solid. Um, you know, there were there were two main engineers there that I thought the world of, and and Colin is is one of them. He's a great great guy. And uh, yeah. when I learned about the product, it blew my mind. And so um, we have to go back to baseball cards for just a second. <laughs> sure. You said baseball cards, and you know, for those out there, no, I'm I, I was can't say I still am necessarily, but a huge Gary V fan, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, and he was a big baseball card guy. Uh, you know, he used to make a lot of money in baseball, football, and other kinds of cards. And uh, you obviously had the entrepreneurial spirit early on. I need to ask you, because uh, I love baseball cards as well, what was the what is was the best card you ever owned? Oh, so uh, I had a Nolan Ryan rookie card um, that was pretty special. Man, they were worth a lot of money back then. <laughs> I thought I was going to read, you know, when you're a kid, you think you're going to retire off that. Yeah. And they just like went away one day, you know, and the value was gone. But I tell you, it taught me a lot, a lot about life too, and and just dealing with people and all different kinds of people. So, but that was my best card. Um, Very cool. I still, I still might have it somewhere. I mean, I've really kind of kept them locked up and haven't looked at them in quite some time. Maybe I will after this. It's got to be worth something. I mean, Nolan Ryan. I mean, what did that guy throw? Five, six, no hitters, and Hall of Fame first ballot. Um, 
And I'll tell you, I don't think I've ever said this to anybody. Back in the day when Derek Jeter was a rookie, I remembered, I thought that the guy was going to be something. I just saw him swing and I saw him play. And I just remember, I said, this guy's going to be something special. And I, I put together a, like one of those loose leaf books, you know, that hold the cards. Yeah. I think I have a, an entire loose leaf book filled with nothing but Derek Jeter cards of rookie oh. cards. I think I bought like 60 cards his rookie year. <laughs> I never you didn't tape them to the page though, right? No, no. They're all inserted. <laughs> they're like, but I've never gone back to see what they're worth. I had one of him swinging from high school, I think Kalamazoo or something. He, he, I had a picture of him in his high school uniform in a game. Like they might be worth money. They hey, might not, but someday, I guess, you know, we'll just one keep day waiting. Go back right? and look. We're young just, enough. <laughs> people think you do it for the money. You do it because you love the game. Yeah. It was, it's so exciting. So, yeah. So um, let's talk about braces on demand a little bit, because I'm willing to wager that the overwhelming majority of the people listening may not have even heard of the company, let alone know what you guys do. So give me that 30 second elevator pitch. Um, And by the way, folks, if you don't know, Ed, he's as honest as the day is long. uh, Really super great guy. Sorry for embarrassing you here because he doesn't want to hear me talk about him this way. Um, but you can trust what this guy's telling you. And, and again, he's, he's never once told me an untruth of any kind. Um, and so let's give me that elevator speech. I sure. walked into the elevator with you at AAO. We're going up in a 30 story building. What do you do, Ed? Oh, I work at Braces on Demand. Braces on Demand. What's that? Yeah. So Braces on Demand basically has two avenues. Um, one is our classic, which enables you to print an office. So print, you know, think millions of things in office from Kaplan tubes to hooks to, uh, customized brackets, you know, not with the pad, but MBT prescription. So it's the ability for you in office to take your inventory in-house and control all your own stuff. That's how we started. From there, we realized that the custom market is exploding. You know, there's there's staff issues. People want to treat faster. There's all these things. So we had the technology in place to do custom. So we started with um, trays, and then we created this monolithic which is a new way of delivering IDB appliances. So so the nice part was we have both avenues covered. What a lot of people don't realize is we only have eight people at our company. So you might not have heard of us because we've done things a little different than some other companies and hired and raised a ton of money. We're trying to prove the concept, which we've done. But basically, Braces on Demand is a platform that allows you to customize your treatment for your patients. Hello there, orthopreneurs. Sign up for the Orthopreneurs 24 Summit now. We took over an entire ship just for us. And here's the thing. It's selling out so fast right now that the room types are selling out. So if there's a particular type of cabin you want, you better get on to opsummit2024.com right now and sign up. And why are people signing up? Because of three reasons. Number one, it's a boat, which means you can bring your team, your family. Yes, there's a kids club. And yes, there's an adults only pool. Number two, The lineup I have is going to be spectacular. These are not people you're going to see on any other stage anywhere. I dug deep to find the best to help you live your best, most profitable, most productive, personal, and practice lives. And they're going to blow you away. And number three, the type of cabin you want is limited. This is not a hotel where most of the rooms are the same. If you want one with a balcony, they're selling out. You want an inside room to save money, they're selling out. So go to opsummit2024.com right now, sign up for a cruise September 18th to 22nd, and you will have the best CE time of your life. And now back to the podcast. That's awesome. 
And you used a lot of terms there that I think might confuse some people, and that's okay. We'll go back to them. So what you're saying is that like your company actually can help people create races on demand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's, so, cheesy it's name. Like, it's, we've, we've, it's a great name. Bod. Yeah, was, uh, right? I've given Colin some crap for the name because the name doesn't really tell the story of everything we can do. Um, it did at the beginning because it, you know it was started basically like aligners. You could print your aligners in office, but the only thing people used the printers for was aligners or mouth guards. So there had to be other stuff you could do with your printers. So the idea was anything that could be printed and used in the mouth could be printed in your office. Right. And, you know, five years ago, that might not have been true because the resins weren't there. The printers were getting there, but the resins and the materials had not caught up yet. Um, but now that they have, and there's new ones coming out every day, the opportunities are limitless on the stuff that can be created and and you can print right in your office. And, you know, that's where the company started. Now, again, we pivoted towards this, you know, um, customization where the doctor can take a scan and we will create a completely custom bracket, not just the pad, but the entire bracket, the ins outs, your torque your pad and have it delivered to your office, or you could have it sent right to your printer in, in no time. So, you know, we were headed down this path early on and we had so many different things, but this custom market has really gained so much steam that that's where our focus has been. We do believe that the the old classic will come back as people get printers and in and an office and where we can talk about, we're about to be released worldwide by the end of the this year, but, you know, mainly right now, our focus is strictly on that, that customization piece. of Yeah. It. I mean, you've, you, again, you, uh, you covered a lot of ground there and I'm still going back to the first conversation we had, which is great. So it's braces on demand and it's, in it's basic, um, iteration. People can say, look, I have a patient coming in tomorrow and I want to have another set of brackets so I can click a button, draw from the inventory of any number of styles that are similar, but not the same as any number of brackets they're currently using, right? So again, I, I don't know how to phrase the question because I, I but I'm going to ask you outright. The questions I had when I became an investor before you were doing all the things you're doing now, I just believed in the idea of efficiencies. I believed in the idea that why do I, again, I, be, I understand the why, but there are the folks who are pioneers, there are early adopters, right? We got the majority, I wanted to, I didn't want to be a pioneer, but I wanted to be an early adopter and understand, hey, if this works well, I can I don't need to buy 500 cases I can, or 100 cases. I can have a case for tomorrow or a case for the week or whatever it is. And so my first question to you originally was, how can you print out a bracket? Um, talking, Let's start with twin. How could you print out a twin bracket that was almost identical to the brackets I'm currently using. Yeah. So, you know, and again, I'll, I'll tell you that Colin is behind all that, but, but yeah. So to answer your question, you can print out any bracket in any specification that you want. So if you're an Andrews doctor, you go in and you put in your Andrews prescription and you will go through, you'll add it to your cart, like you were shopping on Amazon. And basically what you're going to do is when you check out, instead of, you know, if you have a printer in office, you click add to print and that file shows up at your printer and you're able to print that seven to seven kit or five to five kit out right out of your office. You can get as creative as you want with that stuff. Um, again, you made some good points. You know, you could do it overnight, but 
you could print 10 cases on a patient on non-patient day. You could have your staff run in and, and, and stock yourself up for 10 patients. You don't need, and students coming out of school love this. I mean, our best conversations at these meetings, they're getting out now. Now you still have to place these, you know, eighty, ninety thousand dollars grad orders, and you didn't really know what you needed, but you did but now with the printer, you know, you can print just what you need. And if if you decide, hey, I want to print some high torque for you print five cases of it and it's in your office and you don't have to worry about these huge inventories or, or, you know, with class two correctors storing hundreds of them, you know, you print a couple sizes and you go from there. So it really gives you the, the ability to control your overhead and your flow in your office with great accuracy. I mean, these products have come a long way and we're printing at 50 microns. So it's a very delicate uh, range that we're in, but the, the quality you're going to see is, is, is unmatched. It's amazing. We've done strength tests on all of them and they, they right up there with the best products on the market. Yeah, you know, it's it's really amazing to me. Um, because the question, the next question I asked, which you answered for me back then, resin, like what kind of resin are you using? Because what what was important for me to understand was yes, whatever twin I was using, you could do with whatever prescription I was using, you could do. But I couldn't get a metal bracket, obviously, because we don't have metal bracket printers in our offices, but I was getting a print of a bracket, not in one or two colors, but in any color resin I wanted. So I could have a tray of resin in A3 or A2 or A1. So it literally disappears into the patient's mouth when they smile. Like other than a wire, you can't see anything. So my question to you at the time was, I understand the advantages of resin. You can print quickly. It's inexpensive. It's tooth colored. If you want to have multiple trays to get something close, but does it last? Because that was my biggest concern. Does it last and does it stain? So if you want to talk about the resins a little bit, sure. uh, and I can answer the question and say, no, it doesn't. It does <laughs> last. It doesn't stain because my partner, Doug Shaw, has done more than a couple of cases of this and not just last week. It's been a little while now. Yeah. And even since since we first spoke about it, we, there's been multiple new resins as well. So, yes, it does. Um, it does last. Yes, it is a plastic but not a plastic like a solo cup that you're used to partying on the weekend with. These are high-end plastics. They're used for denture teeth. They've been in the mouth forever. So it's almost like a carbon fiber wing. So these materials um, that we use, and right now our our main materials is biomedical clear. Um, Basically, that material is not as fragile as a ceramic. So it's not going to wear enamel either, which is really nice. So you won't wear down enamel. It won't fracture like a ceramic. It'll act a little bit more like a metal, the way it can take take some bounce and a hit. But again, every day, you know, a new resin comes out and we test it and they just get better and better. So you can you can inventory them. You could make them different colors. Like you said, you could match up, you know, if you wanted to do completely custom and match the person's teeth, that could be done as well. But, you know, these these have been used in the mouth for quite some time. We just need to make them to our specifications. And we're the first ones to really do that. So, yeah, and I know my biggest concern was, can it take torque? Right. Can you put torque in a wire? And it does. And it, it does. lasts. Yep. And, and it's accurate to the accuracy of a 3D printer. Right. Um, yeah, a couple of years ago, maybe not. But they've come so far and the properties are there. And, and what we've been able to do, and yes, they can, they can do all that. I and mean, we've shown in pictures on some of our wine and learns where, you know, you got the wire and you, you got your steel tied, you got, you know, they, they hold up. I mean, if, you know, if something's going to break a ceramic though, it, it'll break the bracket. And if you put it on a 14 year old kid who eats rocks, of course it's, it's going to break. It's not metal, but, 
but yeah, we've had great success with the with the bracket and with the materials. It's truly amazing. And again, it breaks. You have another one printed. That's something that, and, and and we don't charge for that. So you know, you could have that at your fingertips in in minutes. You know, so again, you're you know, you have that ability to to prototype really quickly. And you know, we've had doctors say, "Hey, could you do this?" And and yeah, in the three D world, you can. You know, it doesn't take years to do things like that. In terms of um, printing, talk to me about printing capability. Like, what printers? Are we, can I just take any printer? Can I go buy a, a, a $500 eBay printer, like some of the stuff I've used for printing models and what have you? Or are there only specific printers I can work with? That'd be nice, but no, they, they're specific. And the reason for that is not that we couldn't print on those printers. It's protecting our intellectual property. And we have to, every time we get a printer, so to answer your question right now, we're with Formlabs on the Formlabs ecosystem. We're on the SprintRay ecosystem. We're getting close with some other printers, uh, Flash Forge, and some other ones that we're working on. Basically, um, it's the way we deliver that file that, you know, a lot of people are like, well, just send me the STL. Well, it's not, it's not really an STL that we send to you. We kind of package it up in our own format and we send it to your printer. But we have to protect ourselves, right? Because if it's an MBT prescription bracket, you don't want a doctor just reprinting that till the end of time without paying for it. So a lot of that's in the file delivery system. And, you know, we're talking about very tight tolerances. You know, you're, you're printing arch wire slots and hooks. So we need that to be in the 50 micron range. So it's stuff we can do. It just takes some time to, to get printers on. And we have a list of printer companies that this is totally new for them. You know, they've never really done anything like this. So we're working to to get this more out there as printers come online and have a, a bigger selection for everybody. Um, I'm going to fire off some rapid fire questions to you just for knowledge sake, because I don't know the answers to many of these. Uh, when was the first set of brackets bonded? Do we know? Uh, three and a half years now. Cool. Do we so, know how many, do we know how many cases have been completed at this point? We have 475 completed. I mean, we have, the thing is, we have ones that were done a year ago that are done because the customization, you know, that's that's what provides for us. But I'm talking just our initial ones. But, you know, we're into the thousands with cases now and, and kind of what we're seeing and all over the range of different materials and people printing or us printing. Um, so, you know, it's it's really kicked up lately with the customized stuff. And we're seeing finishes, you know, after seven, eight months. But you know, we've, we've had a lot of those first cases complete now too, that have been in the mouth for two years. So. Right on. So it's not new. Uh, you mentioned before monolithic. I know what monolithic is. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, I mean, yeah, the definition of monolithic it, it explains to you what it means, but can you explain to people out there, what does monolithic mean in, in your. Sure. So th- this was, this was basically Colin's first idea uh, back when he started the company and, and and what he talked about, but, you know, it was kind of one of those things that was cool to hear, but you never thought it would come to fruition. Basically monolithic is a, is a print um, and it prints in one piece. So monolithic meaning one piece, every other IDB system in the market comes with a tray. So the tray is printed, the brackets are loaded into the tray. You put them on teeth, you pull the thing away. Monolithic can be printed by us or by the doctor. And basically you put the entire thing onto the teeth and you cure it and then it rolls off. The nice part of that though, is you can actually clean flash up around the teeth. So you don't have a tray in the way. So you can actually get in there and clean up flash. Um, You can make sure the bracket's seated. Sometimes when these trays are shipped, 
Um, they move around a little bit. UPS throws them all over the place and, and you know, see a little gap. You can't see that. So um, the nice part about monolithic is, you know, you could print it in office. We could print it and you have all that. It's like we say it's direct bonding indirectly. It gives the staff, you know, the ability more to see exactly what they're used to on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. And I can tell you, I think we bonded a monolithic case or two. Again, Doug, Doug Shaw, my partner, I let him make most of the clinical decisions. He's our he's our clinical director. So I let him try everything, do everything. And what Doug tells me to do, we do. But I know he's been really happy with the monolithic because essentially what I what we're getting is a is an indirect bonding tray connected to the brackets. And all you have to do is basically prepare them for bonding and seed it. Right. It is, there's not even having to put them into a jig. There's no. not any, it literally comes off the 3d printer and it's ready to just be bonded to the teeth. Um, and uh, tell me, uh, I'm going to ask you a very hard question here uh, because again, I have not used it. I've not done sure. it. Um, what are some of the iterations you've gone through? What didn't work about the monolithic that you had to get around that ultimately now, because from Doug's perspective, he said it, I can't mention the names of the people who are who are beta testing this stuff, but they are leaders in the industry, mm-hmm. people who have done tens of thousands of ortho cases who are doing this stuff and people whose opinions I respect, but I'm not at liberty to share their names, but they are raving about the monolithic and said, you know, if you want a customized bracket, if you want a customized pad, if you want a customized prescription, basically, and not even have to sit there and place it on the tooth, that it's like already in one piece printed, ready to go, they're raving about it. But I haven't done it. And so what were some of the problems and challenges you had to go through? What didn't work to get it to work? Hands down, the biggest issue was we had put this cool lightning bolt base on it um, that had these undercuts that you could not do, you know, any other way but in 3D printing. And when it was done correctly, you got incredible bond strength. The issue we found is when you would throw this into very busy offices out there, and a lot of people have the staff's places, right? Because you're doing your set up up front. So it's, it's really a staff driven product. You had one girl in the office who would kill it. You know, she, she knew how to butter that in, get it down into those lightning bolts and man, those things stayed on. She would be out on vacation. Someone else would go to do it and they weren't used to it. And without handholding, we weren't getting um, the bond strengths that we really wanted. So we decided to go to a pylon where it actually forced all these adhesive down this way. Even if you had an assistant who just put some adhesive on the back of the bracket and smushed it against the tooth, it would work. I mean, we obviously had different protocols, but that was our main change that we had. And that, you know, that was done, no lie, in less than two weeks. So, you know, you're talking about, I work for big companies where we'd have people tell us stuff all the time. Hey, I'd love if you did this. And, you know, we used to think, okay, yeah, we could do that. It'll be four years from now, you know, but this was amazing. In two weeks, we were able to start testing it in the mouth and doing strength tests. And it's just really helped us. And that's only over the last month. So, you know, we, that's been a huge advantage for us being able to change that that bonding pad. That's awesome. So, so going through this process, I know one of the things that you talked about that you said, I, we talk, everybody knows that we talk before we start these podcasts because it's unfair to ambush people. And I like to ask just some basic questions. And some people have things they can't talk about. And I always ask that as well. But what you kept going on and on and on uh, was rapid prototyping, uh, something that really meant a lot to you. I don't quite understand what it means. Um, and so I figured, you know, I always tell people when we're doing our pre-podcast chat, don't tell me now 
I don't know. <laughs> Tell me during the interview. Right. So what is a rapid prototyping and why does that matter so much? Why is that such a big deal to you? Well, I mean, the future too is, is so bright. So basically, you know, we can make changes because everything's set up in a 3D world. Changes can be made relatively quickly, you know. So to give you an example, we have a lot of doctors, you know, who used to ask for these ideas. They had these ideas, but no big company would take it on because it cost, you know, millions of dollars. It took years of investments and all that. You know, we have doctors now, hey, could you make this? And I will tell you, as we grow, yes, you know, because it's in a 3D world, stuff, the files and what Colin can do with these files is is incredible. So if we want to make changes to things or, you know, Jeff Pascal, who's our um, COO, said, you know, hey, I like this one thing, but I wish this tie wing was a little bigger. I mean, it's a matter of Colin going into the file and actually just reshaping it and, and testing the strength. And I mean, you're a day away from making changes to products that in the past we could never do. And the ability to do that is just so cool. And, you know, as we grow and as more things come online, we're, we're going to be able to do all kinds of things like that. So it's just, cool. it's, it's, it's pretty cool being able to do that. Yeah. So. What, and I remember what I was going to mention before. You remember way back when, uh, before my senior moment? Um, <laughs> you know, one of the struggles for me, one of the challenges for me uh, from my entrepreneurial bent, and you know this, I've shared it with you, yeah. is that, we, you know, as an investor in the company, and again, I invested before I became a user just because I love the idea of it. Uh, and and again, I think there's some great bracket companies out there. I think there's some great companies doing some great stuff. And I don't see it as every single person in the history of the world is going to use braces on demand. I think there's going to be like any product, right? Uh, no matter how good your car is, you know, not everybody drives a Bentley and not everybody drives a Chevy. Um, there's room out there if you have an abundance mindset for everybody to succeed, right? And um, one of the things I, I do really love about Braces on Demand, and one of the things that drives me bananas about Braces on Demand, is that it's engineer-founded and engineer-controlled, which means if you're an investor, you wonder why the hell aren't you throwing this out to everybody on the planet? Why can't everybody learn about this? This is the greatest technology in the history of mankind since we invented bread. Right. And, and then not just sliced bread, but bread. I mean, <laughs> there's something to be said for carbs. Um, but yeah, don't slice it. But on the, but on the other side of it, it's an engineer-led company, which means that innovation drives everything, not marketing, right? Which is really unusual for a company. And it's frustrating to investors, but for end users, it's a gift because like you said, just like Annie, you're only a day away, right? From whatever you want. Um, hey, by the way, I got this idea. Great. Here it is tomorrow. Look what we did. And so um, I just wanted to throw that out earlier and mention that, that Colin Corey, who's, who's the founder and is he CEO? Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is clearly an innovation led company, not a let's make a lot of money really fast company. And again, I respect it a huge amount. And I think that it serves the end users and the patients really well. And I just, I wanted to say that out loud because I think it's a fundamental core value of the company. That drives me freaking bananas. I know, I know. But, you know, we've had well, we've had well, enough I mean, conversations, is, but I've gotten around it. Yeah, I mean, the good part is is we know that someday a bigger fish is going to come along, and they're going to look at how we're doing things and say, if I put this into my company and we have fifty sales reps and and this is scalable, I mean, we're almost 
done with everything for to get into the EU and to Australia. So th- the other advantage is, you know, these other companies out there that are that are doing the stuff and there's some really good custom companies right now. I mean, people have real there's some really good innovators, but there's none that could send custom braces to Zimbabwe in two minutes, right? So, right. you know, we're pretty close to having printers around the world. And the other thing doctors don't understand, they're like, oh, I'm not 3D printers. Like, I'm not dealing with all that. Like, they don't realize, you know, it's not like aligners, not saying that they're really difficult, but you don't have to orient. You don't have to do all this polishing. I mean, basically, when you hit, that shows up at your printer, you hit print, you move it to the wash, you move it to the cure, to the teeth. It's not like you have to do all these steps and people are like, I don't want to get involved with that because it's so much work. And, you know, no, I mean, you have a staff member who's just basically pushing a couple buttons, you know, however many days you want to do it or you want to print overnight. It's all web-based. I mean, you could be on your drive home and realize, oh, crap, I forgot to start a print. You go onto the app, you start the print. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 pretty cool. And I think the future is really bright as well. Um but yeah, I know a lot of people haven't heard of us. I was at the SAO last weekend and I can't tell many people came over and said, holy crap, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Why have I never heard of you guys before? And we're almost past that stage. I mean, we're, we're getting to the point now where people are noticing we have a great, I mean, we have doctors doing tons of cases now, but we've kind of gone narrow with our doctor approach and had them doing a bunch of cases because we're trying to work all those kinks out. And I think we're there. So yeah, it's, it's pretty a, exciting. I mean, it's- Pretty amazing. I know and, we're um, driving you nuts, though, but we're, I promise you, it's going to come over. You know, as, you know as we're the, watching out for for the money. I mean, we we you know, so I know it's, you only it's, have eight employees. Place. You're being fiscally conservative. I get it. I respect it all. You know, um, but I'm like ready, fire. I know, I know. Let's go, 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 and <laughs> it's ready, ready. But you know what? Again, for those listening, that's a really good thing for users, um, and it's a wonderful thing even though I am an investor, when a company isn't driven by what the investors want, but is driven by what the end users want. Speaking of end users, are you at liberty to talk about cost? Right? Sure. Because we've been talking about the advantages of race on demand are whatever you want, whatever color you want, within reason, uh, instantaneous or nearly instantaneous, within reason, however fast your rate limiting step, which is printing is, uh, and curing and washing. But, you know, a much shorter turnaround time, smaller inventory, and cost is one of them, clearly. Talk first, and I have a follow-up question, if you don't mind, about what the cost is if I want to go print myself a set of brackets right now. Just brackets. Do, have we ever figured out, like, what a bracket costs if I want to print yeah, one Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you just want to do a normal, you know, MBT prescription bracket, I mean, in clear, so comparable to ceramics out there is about $2.00 is what it starts at. And then it can go down from there based on, on volume. Again, we're talking about that platform that's you printing an office off our website, kind of like you're shopping. You know, you could get, you know, 20 Kaplan hooks or something for 30 bucks. So it's all pretty, it's pretty inexpensive. I mean, you know, you're, you know, we're delivering that file and, and you're printing an office. And the nice part is there's no subscription. You don't log onto our site and pay to use it. It's basically when you add it to your cart, it shows you your build plate. And rather than adding to your cart, you're adding to your build plate. And you can see what's on your build plate. It shows you the price of everything. It's all cut and dry. There's no fees for all that. You just pay for what you print. That's so awesome. so it's, it's you know, I feel, for, you know, if you have listeners, go on there. You just start a free account and you can see all the different things. Go that we on there. On, Come on, Ed Massaro, salesman. Yeah, yeah. Go on, so go on, on where? Demand.com and, you, you know, you log in, you start an account. 
and you can see all the products and it's growing every day because everyone has these cool little ideas. You know, we had this idea for a pivot, which is, it's like a little uh, tube with a, with a wire slot through it. I love that for like phase one cases. You throw them on for a couple months and then you'd go to a liner. So for 20 bucks, you could print these things out, throw them on and, and you're in aligners in a couple months. So really cool stuff, you know, especially a lot of people try them out on phase one just to get a feel for, you know, how they all work. And, but there's tons of stuff on there. Um, and that's how the pricing works. It's a little different on the custom side. Did you want me to go into that? Well, I was, I mean, what, what I was going to say was in talking to you earlier, you told me that by far, right? Because let's be honest, most people listening right now have never heard of you. They don't know yeah. who you are. But somehow, some way, a lot, the largest group of people you told me that come to you are people who already are using some form of customized bracket system that for one reason or another, they're looking for something different. Um, and that's what's driving growth in a tremendous rate right now because people want efficiency. They want less staff. They want quicker results. They want less emergencies and all the other things that come with a really good customized bracket, pad, whatever solution. Why are people coming to you for that? Because, again, I, I couldn't quite understand it because the products that are out there, in my opinion, are pretty good products. Um, that's number one. Number two, cost comparison wise for a monolithic you know, I know you're not comparing apples to apples, right? Let's be honest, because with the monolithic being printed as one piece, just basically a monolithic in one block, right? You're printing it, you're curing it, you're washing it, and you're, you're pl- your assistant's putting it on, basically. Correct. And the doctor time was like nothing right. or, or minimal. But what is the cost for a monolithic all in? And what's driving people coming to you? From what are, like I said, I'll go on record and say, these are good companies that are doing yeah. custom prescription stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's some very good companies. Um, I'll hit that with a few different things. So we have a less than two week turnaround if we print and ship to you. So pretty efficient on our end. If you don't have a printer, which is sometimes don't re- people don't realize like, oh, I don't have a printer. I can't use braces on demand. No, no. We, we, we print and ship um, as well. So we do all that work, you know, up front as well. Um, we charge $3.99 for monolithic if you print it yourself and $4.99 if we print and do everything for you. So um, a lot of the customers we have coming over, you know, we there's some different things on the market. We are a completely custom bracket system. And what I say that is not just the pad. So there's some companies who have, you know, they build all that customization to the pad of the bracket. And that's a pretty cool way to do it. There's other companies that, you know, do a closest fit kind of thing. And that's a really cool way to do it. Ours, because of the algorithms that Colin has built, we're able to completely customize that treatment with the pad and the bracket, which gives you the most customization of anything on the market. And, you know, at the $399, $499 price point comes with backup brackets. And, you know, if you need extra ones down the road, you just, you either print them or, you know, you just ask us to, you know, print you a couple. So that's kind of where we fall um, in the market. You know, it's, there's not a lot else to do for, for the staff, but, you know, we can also do it if you don't have a printer. So. Cool. So just to go back to what you said for the monolithic, a full set, and that includes, I assume, six to six, upper and lower. Seven, seven. Okay. Seven to seven, upper and lower. Um, Three ninety nine. If you're printing. If you're printing at home, if you're not printing at home and you have, you guys do it. Four nine. You said four? Four ninety nine. Yes. Four ninety nine. And, and, and if a bracket breaks, 
Cracks. It comes with backups, but if you need more, no problem. That's all included in it. We ship those out to you. So yeah, whether you have a printer or not, we're we're less than a two week turnaround time as well. So, is there a minimum order? Um, is there a monthly subscription fee? Is there a, what what is the fine print that somebody out there says three ninety nine or I don't have a printer four ninety nine? I want them to do it for me because four ninety nine with a monolithic indirect bonding tray and I mean like. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. If I want to do that, uh, number one, turnaround time, right? Uh, if they want to do it through you. Number two, what's the fine print on all this stuff? And number three, can they pick a color, a shade if they do it through you? You, you can. I mean, right now we're, we're pretty much printing in our monolithic, um, I mean, I'm sorry, in our Biomet Clear, which is a, which is a completely clear resin. Um, you can pick your shades as well. Um, a lot of people have just been sticking with the clear. It's, it's two weeks or less turnaround time. And as far as, you know, that goes and the price, the fine print, we usually start with a 10, 10 set order, you know, because, you know, we have a setup cost with our partner, which is ortho select. So there's a feed error, there's training involved. And with that, I mean, we're coming to your office. We're showing you how to use the software. We're setting all your cases up. After you get through those 10, you can do one-offs as much as you like. So it's basically up to you. You just go through the same way and set up everything. But um, that's the only commitment. That's the only – there's no subscription. There's no other uh, hidden agendas. We try to keep things relatively easy. I've been in situations before where it's, you know, you you got to do this and you got to do this. But we, we've tried to make this user-friendly for the doctors so, you know, that there's no hidden, uh, hidden stuff going on there. So, again – uh, I'm asking you the questions I would ask if I was standing in front of your booth. Um, somebody says, I want to try this. I want to get 10 cases. I'm going to pay $39.90 for 10 cases, right? If I do it myself uh, with monolithic or 10 sets of MBT, whatever style bracket I'm using or want to use. What happens if I do my monolithic and you know I just say, you know what? This didn't work for me. I did my first case, second case, third case. You know, I'm, I want to try it, Ed, but, yeah. you know, I don't know if my team is ready to learn this. I don't know if it's going to work well. And I do a case and I just say, you know what? I, I don't want this. Yeah. What do you got? And again, I, folks listening, I genuinely don't know the answers to these questions. So sorry for putting you on the hot spot. Ed. No, not putting you on the hot seat. I mean, you know, I would hope that after 25 years, my doctors would tell you, we would never stick you with something that doesn't work for you right. in your practice. Um, obviously, we would do everything we can, you know, when you do one of anything, it's like a, a salesperson's worst nightmare. You know, a doctor tries one and they're like, oh, it didn't go, you know. So, right. you, you know, we're, we obviously have plans in place to help you get over that and stuff. But we would never let a doctor stick with something that doesn't work in their practice. We have no problem. If, if we've exhausted those things, we're not going to play hardball and be like, you know, well, you're stuck with it. You got to do it. So right. we will work with you and your team, you know, but we do a great job. And, and, and I have some great people. I mean, again, we only have eight people, but I can tell you. I've never been with a more talented group that will ensure your practice. You know, we're working day and night on that level to make sure your practice gets what they need to be successful. But yeah, again, if it's something that doesn't work for your practice, we would never, we would never stick you with it. So right on. Yeah. I'll ask you the last question I've got for you. Arguably the hardest question to answer. This is revolutionary technology, right? It's using 3d printers to print brackets immediately why has somebody not come in and scooped you guys up? Why you've, you've done it now three and a half years since your first case was bonded. You've done thousands of cases successfully. Um, it has, it has what appear to be significant advantages over 
a lot of the current solutions that are out there. Why has somebody not stepped in and bought you guys out or partnered with you or or done whatever? Those days are approaching. I mean, we've, we've had interest. We, we really wanted to, we had a time frame for how we wanted to do things. And as you know, we did one raise and it was through angel investors. I mean, we've, right. you know, that's it. That's so, how I found out about it. And that's it. That's all we've, we've done. And we wanted to make sure that, you know, this thing was in a good position, that we were scalable, that everything was able to be done in how we had it. It took a lot of, a lot of testing, a lot of iterations. I mean, you had to go through a lot of back and forth, you know, testing with different products and making sure this need to be different, a new iteration. So I think we got to that point around the AAO where we finally felt like, hey, we got something pretty good here. Um, and, and we have had companies, you know, starting to approach us in partnerships and stuff. So I think the next six months, you'll see some pretty cool stuff um, coming down the pike for Braces on Demand. And I think you'll start seeing it. And I know it'll make you happy and it'll make me happy. We'll start seeing the name be a little more comparable to the bigger companies that you're seeing out there. And I, I think we're there. I think we finally got everything in order and we feel pretty good. We're getting good results. Doctors are having great feedback. So I think we're right at that tipping point where, where we're about to kind of launch off. So right on. Well, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for you being here today. Before I let you go, can you tell everybody uh, if they want to learn more about the product, how, where do they go to learn more? And how do they contact you if they have questions? Sure. And again, I appreciate you having me. Um, appreciate you uh, being a part of this. But yeah, if you go to bracesondemand.com, there's, um, you can contact us. You can set up online demos. Like if you want to check some stuff out, all of our information is on there. There's an email that goes to sales. And there's a couple of us that get that. So feel free to reach out if you just want to learn some information. You know, it's... I just tell everyone it's not as daunting as it sounds, you know, to 3D print. And it's the printers have come down so much in price, Glenn. I mean, you know, there's right. people are thinking seventy, eighty thousand dollars. I mean, you can get print a, a good printer, five, six grand now, and you make up for that in no time. You know, so just ask us. We could walk you through. We could give you an honest opinion on on what your cost would be and what it would look like, and you can go from there. So um happy to answer any questions anyone has. So well, bracesondemand.com. That's B R A Y S U S. Brace us. I'm nope. kidding. Totally messed up. I'm totally. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> it's like that stupid commercial. It's not stupid. It's really 1 800 cars for kids. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, well, I think there's like a K way. in there. I think they will like have a name change 1 800 braces yeah. for kids. But no, braces on demand, all one word. You don't have to spell it out. We so, all know braces wait, on demand. Uh, sorry, I had to have some fun with you there. Yeah, um, no I, ho I hope you find the Nolan Ryan. Uh, uh, me too. I will let you know. Now I'm going to be checking tonight. Trust me, that'll be my weekend. Is searching. And if I'm not mistaken, stuff. that was uh, with the Mets. Yeah, and, and I guess it's somewhere around 61 or 62. Yeah, because they won the World Series in 60, 69. They the Miracle Mets were 69, right? And the Mets came out in 62. I think. Yeah, I, think I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get lambasted publicly for yeah, my I, mistakes well, here. Watches were way off, but uh, I can. Yeah. I can yeah, I'm going to go find that. So Yeah, my guess is 62, but I All remember right. that photo. I remember That's that card. It's a great card. Yeah. And for anybody out there who's a baseball fan, there's an amazing documentary on Nolan Ryan. I forget what it's called, but have you seen it? No, but I can tell you, he is amazing back in the day. I mean, you didn't want to face that guy. I mean, but, no. There's but, a great uh, lesson, by the way, to learn from Nolan Ryan. And this is for all orthodontists. This is not just baseball story. 
Nolan Ryan apparently was like the only person that anybody on his teams would say that when he was done with his game, when he finished a game, and I, I can't even tell you how many complete games that guy threw, when everybody else was showering going home, he was still working out. He would come in from his games and get on the bike and ride a hard bike ride. He would, like, he would never stop working. And it was a great example that just like Jerry Rice, people talk about the hill workout that Jerry Rice used to do. Yeah. Nobody can keep up with Jerry Rice on the hill. Just like Michael Jordan, the best of the best aren't just born with innate talent, which they are, right? Most would agree that the Wayne Gretzky's and the Michael Jordan's and the, you know, the Nolan Ryan's, they are blessed with a talent that nobody else or very few have. But they, the best of the best get there because they take that talent and they work it. And for orthodontists out there, you may have a great business sense for what your practice is about. If you're not working harder uh, and longer than most, you may never see your potential. And for me, the one thing in life that drives me crazy is watching untapped potential. Someone works hard, hits their potential. That's amazing. But one of the things that drives me and entrepreneurs to do this is to watch orthodontists reach their potential. And I'm not going to say that I'm the, the oracle who can tell what people's potential is and isn't, but you can totally see those folks out there who, if they just, you know, adjusted it just a little bit in the right direction with the right guidance, they would just take over the world if they wanted to. And um, oh, Hey, I've been a huge fan of yours and this profession. I'm blessed. I mean, you know, truly blessed the people I've come across and, you know, I think you'll see that, you, you know, it's why salespeople in this profession move from company to company, but they don't leave because no. there's not a, not, there's not a better doctor in the world. And I'm, I'm not just saying that. I mean, these are some of my best friends, but man, we are blessed to be in we this are. and uh, it's, and I appreciate you and, and all you're doing for the profession. So, well, thanks for being here today, Ed. I really appreciate you, man. I'm wishing you and uh, self-serving, wishing braces on demand a lot of uh, <laughs> success in the future. So thank you. Thank you so much.